Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection, and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. Viator is the place to go to book experiences that will create long-lasting moments that make lifetime memories. And Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries. In in fact, just last year, Viator helped my family put together this amazing adventure on the island of Kona, swimming with the manta rays, trying to avoid the barracudas, whatever your wildest dreams. If you can imagine it, Viator probably has an experience just for you. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in Viator's world of wonderful experiences. Viator. One site. Over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell talking Gamecock football here. The spring game is coming up tomorrow noon at Williams-Brice for the Garnet and Black spring game. And, Wes, everybody's been talking basketball, a double Final Four week for Gamecock basketball. And football's kind of been pushed to the back burner. Wes, it feels a little odd. It feels very, very weird, you know. (laughs) Uh, There there was a day earlier this week where they had a player media availability, and uh, it it was three of us. Um, (laughs) It was three of us there, which normally, you know, the player media availabilities aren't they aren't your big, you know, they're not quite as big as the bus champ pressers. But you, I mean, you normally have four, at least four times that there. So you know, everybody's sort of stretched thin and traveling to, uh, you know, to New York or Phoenix, and um, it's just been weird. And I, I think some of that, you know, the the fact that these practices are closed to the public. Um, you know, most of them are also closed to the media, too. So, um, you know, you add all those things together, and, and there's just uh, there's not as much known about this team right now, and just all the focus is certainly, and rightfully so right now, has been on these basketball programs. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a mystery what's going on this spring with Gamecock football because practices have been closed. Why do you think Muschamp wanted to do it that way, Wes? Well, I think, for one, he comes from the Nick Saban tree, and, um you know that that's a mindset of just don't get don't take any chances, don't give your opponents anything. Um, you know, so I, I think that allows them to maybe put in some things they wouldn't feel comfortable putting in otherwise, as far as installation goes. I imagine in the spring game, you know, last year's spring game, uh, Emerson they they literally did not run a single play that they had not run either at Florida or that Roper had not run at Duke. So that, that's how seriously they they take that. So I would imagine. Um, most of Saturday's playbook will be what they ran during the season last year. Uh, you know, they're they're just not in the business of showing opponents anything, and they, they take that very, very seriously. All right, Gamecocks had a scrimmage last weekend, and they did some situational work, one-minute drill, third down, red zone work for the Gamecock offense. And uh, Will Muschamp said that uh, he likes the attitude and effort of this team. He feels like the physicality of the team has improved. 
Uh, he said that Jake Bentley has got quiet confidence. He's not so much the vocal leader as uh, just the fact that when he's in the huddle, his teammates look at him and realize that he's a guy who knows what he's doing. Muschamp said that Bentley has been very accurate passing this spring, especially on third down in that scrimmage last weekend. But he said the Gamecocks need improvement on defense, particularly with a four-man pass rush. Uh, Wes Muschamp said the Gamecocks are struggling to get disruption with the four-man front, and that's an area that uh, they're looking to work on this spring. So we got a noon start for the spring game tomorrow. Admission is free. They're going to throw the doors open at williams Bryce Stadium. Everybody's invited, and it'll be the Garnet against the Black. So let's talk about it, Wes. Players and positions to watch heading into the spring game. Yeah, you know, I think it, it does start right there with Jake Bentley. Um, you know, this, this is a guy that has an, an extreme amount of confidence. Um, he just sort of uh, – it's almost hard to describe. He's got that energy about him. Um, you know, some people would call it the it factor. Some people don't like that word. I, I think the it factor is a real, very real thing. Um, so, so Jake Bentley's got the it factor about him. He's sort of got an energy about him and, and he sort of, you know, runs this team. I, I think, uh, behind him, fans, uh, want to take a look at, at Michael Skarnacki. I think obviously, um, the chance for him to, to step into that number two role is, is firmly there, but he's going to have to go take it, show that he can make some throws uh, in, in front of a crowd. And the, the speed of the game is, is so fast that when you haven't played in a, you know, a full year, um, but that's something you have to readjust to. So I, I think that, that'll be a factor for Michael Skarnickia there. Uh, like you said, the defense, um, one of the other things Muschamp talked about in that same uh, sort of press meeting was that he's going to have to count on some true freshmen that, that aren't there yet. Um, so I, I think that, Muschamp was sending a very loud and clear message when he said, you know, uh, we're, we're trying to find out which guys, use the spring game to find out which young guys um, are, are we going to be coaching this year. Um, and, and the read between the lines, the rest of that sentence is, or they're going to be on the practice, you know, the, the practice squad basically yeah. on the uh, on the scout team. So, uh, you know, I, I think for any, any of those young defensive players, um, they're, they're going to have to show that they're ready to play because you look actually at all three levels of the defense. I, I think the guys coming in in this recruiting class, it's never ideal, but it, but it just uh, is what it is. Um, you know, you look at your Brad Johnsons as a pass rusher. Um, Devon Bowen, uh, who's a linebacker, who's also a very good pass rusher. Um, you look at Sherrod Green at linebacker. You know, they have, they have three scholars. It's not so much at linebacker that the guys who are there haven't performed. You know, the, the scholarship guys, Scott Moore, Bryson Mallon-Williams, T.J. Brunson have all had good springs, but they'll have three scholarship linebackers. So, um, you know, you look, somebody there is going to have to come in and play. And then you look at the secondary, and how it's been just a uh, a process to try to rebuild that. I look at Keyshawn Nixon, the JUCO kid, who will be here in the summer, um, certainly going to have a chance to get out on the field. I, I think he actually could be a starter at safety. So, um you know, this is a group that is not near a finished product, and they're going to have to put some pieces together. I think that the defense will have its share of struggles this year if they're not able to answer some questions along the way. Wes, I want to go back to what you talked about just a moment ago. Muschamp was saying that part of spring is evaluating certain players and your talent at certain positions and identifying which players are going to need more reps as you move into fall camp. And, and the one statement that he made that stood out to me is Muschamp said 
that he has seen enough of what he's seen <laughs> with some guys. And, you know, that's an obvious message to certain players. I don't know who he's talking to, but he's telling certain guys that I've seen enough of what you have given us so far, and we're going to give somebody else a look. Yeah, and, and you know, Emerson, the thing about that statement is you and I don't know who he's talking to, <laughs> but I guarantee whoever he's talking to knows oh, who they he's know. talking to. They know. They know. Yeah. <laughs> they, right. they know. The, the right. kids know. I mean, they they know if they're working hard or if they're if they're just getting by. Um, and I, you know, you, you know, Muschamp uses the word consistency a lot. He says this guy has got to be more consistent, which is sort of the code word of this guy's got to do more of what we ask him to do on a day to day basis. Um, so, you know, I, I think uh, you particularly look at that front four. Uh, I think some of the, you know, some of the starter types have done some really good things. Taylor Stallworth, Dante Sawyer. Um, DJ Wanham, who's going to move into that starter role with the Buck. You know, I think they'll be fine with those guys. But then we all know you have to have depth there. You have a bunch of guys who just really haven't played a whole lot. So I think that's a position where they're just, um, you know, they're, Javon Kinlaw, who's coming in this summer, the Juco defensive tackle, um, there's going to be every opportunity for him to step in and play. So, uh, you know, that, it's good that they have reinforcements on the way, on one hand. But the other side is that, you know, you'd like to exit spring having a pretty good idea of, hey, this guy's going to be my guy here. This guy's going to be my guy here. And, and every, every team has a question mark or two. I don't, I don't think there's many teams in the country that will exit the spring and be completely solidified. But I, I think for South Carolina, there's just still, you know, year two, the fans are going to be like, oh, man, it's time to take that next step. But I would just caution, there, there's still – a lot of questions to be answered with this team. That doesn't mean they can't answer them, but there are potential problems. Yeah, the Gamecocks uh, appear to be pretty good at skill positions on offense, but questions on the offensive line and the defense, particularly up front, I think, uh, and, and in the secondary, you know, still questions to be answered, and we're only beginning to start to hash all of this out with uh, spring ball wrapping up here. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips and Wes Mitchell with you today for a spring football report. We hope you'll download the Gamecock Central Radio app. we got this phone app. You can listen to our podcast for free on your phone, anywhere you receive cell phone service. Get the app on the App Store and on Google Play. It is free. And then subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So, Wes, you know, I thought it was interesting. Second year from Muschamp. Football's kind of been on the back burner with this hot run that the Gamecock basketball teams have been on. A couple of Final Four trips for the Gamecock men and women's basketball teams. Everybody's talking about that this weekend. Not a lot of talk about tomorrow's spring game. Uh, and I think Muschamp kind of enjoys this position. I think at least I get the impression that he has not minded the fact that he has not gotten as much attention because it's allowed his team to focus on working to get better. So we know the Gamecocks played a lot of freshmen last year, and all the freshmen that did not enroll early last year, Wes, are taking part in their first full spring. You know, Rico Dowdle comes to mind, and Coach Muschamp has said some good things about him and some of the other freshmen from last year also. Yeah, and you know, I, I tell you, um, a guy who's been a little bit of a uh, surprise to me just sort of come out of nowhere uh, would be Mon Denson. You know, uh, he, uh, this actually, I, I guess as I'm thinking about it, this would be his, uh, his second spring. Okay. But, um, you know, he, he's a guy that, um, you know, just has not played much to this point in his career, hasn't had a lot go his way. He was had an injured knee last year and, um, you know, just hasn't, he, he's been here, but he hasn't actually got to go out there and practice. So, um, you know, he's, ta- he's taken 
the most out of that opportunity, and I, I think has done a good job. Uh, you know, you hear that some of the uh, younger wide receivers who are going through their first spring have done a good job. Um, you know, your uh, Travis Dawkins and Corey Banks. Um, you know, and I, then I, I look over at, at guys on the offensive line like Sedarius Hutcherson, who is a, a redshirt freshman who uh, could be counted on at left tackle. He's kind of battling it out with Malik Young. Um, and, and then to circle it back around to Rico Dattle, you know, this is this is a guy who uh, I don't I don't know if we quite gave it enough credit how impressive it is that he was injured throughout fall and just show you know basically shows up again on the practice field. Uh, that's an exaggeration, but you know what I mean. Just gets back out there, is thrown in the game against A and M, then you know starts against Tennessee, rushes for you know, 200 yards and uh, just uh, really provided a boost to that offense. So he obviously didn't have a full offseason of even summer training last year, um, didn't fully know the offense, and steps in and is a difference maker. Well, throw in the fact that Tyson Williams is pushing Rico Dow for the number one spot mm-hmm. tells you how good Tyson Williams is. So I think, um, you know, I I'm trying to be realistic about everything, and I, you know, I, we just talked about some of the potential question marks or or negatives about this team. I feel very comfortable saying that that duo is going to be very, very good for South Carolina. Um, you know, you, you hope that the offensive line for South Carolina can can put it together and give those guys room to work because the, the skill guys on this team have a chance to be, um, you know, up the upper part of the conference. I think and. Um, you know, to me, it goes back to offensive line play. And I think something that's maybe lost on everybody is that the, the more I've gathered this offseason is that this team as a whole last year on offense and probably to an extent on defense, they, they were still trying to learn the offense as the year goes on. And, you know, th- there's a difference between, like, knowing the offense and just sort of knowing where you're supposed to run on a given play and knowing the offense, like knowing why you do certain things and knowing what your t- where your teammate's going to be on a given play and knowing um, how to adjust a play on the fly because you know what the purpose of that play is. So I, I think as a whole, that- that's something that's going to help this offense is uh, not even necessarily adding a ton of new stuff, but just having a better understanding of why they're you know doing what they're doing and I think that goes back to Bentley, and he'll probably have more um, more freedom, I think, at the line. Um, he'll have more responsibility, too. He'll be able to um, set his own protections and stuff like that, from what I've heard. So um, I think there's a lot of stuff that sort of goes unnoticed if you're just sitting back watching the game that should factor into South Carolina's favor this year. Wes, which Gamecock players have shown the most improvement this spring? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, I think um, – Mon Denson is a guy, again, that, that comes to mind. Uh, you know, I, I think of, let's see, I think, again, of a guy like Darius Hutchinson. He's had a great offseason. Um, you know, and, and I tell you what, from what I've heard, Alan Knight and Corey Helms, who sort of um, were, were hammered a little bit by the fan base at times last year, uh, you know, I, I think they've bounced back and had a great spring, from what I've heard. On a defensive side, you know, I think you look at, at T.J. Bronson as a kid who played some as a freshman and uh, now will just step firmly into the rotation this year. I think he's had a good spring. 
And um, and I tell you, no surprise, man. I I like uh, he's a newbie, but I, I like what Jalen Dickerson's done from what I've heard. You know, this is the kid we've been high on for a long time at Gamecock Central. We've been bragging on him for a while. Um, no reason to start now. Jalen Jalen Dickerson has created a lot of fans within that South Carolina program. So, um, you know, he. I can't. I guess I can't really call him an improved guy because it's his first time here. But just for him to step right in, you know, true freshman. Uh, they, they've had a couple injuries in the secondary, and with that, Jalen's been working with the first team, so uh, he's come right in and done everything he needs to do. And as Muschamp said, he uh, he makes play when he even when he makes mistakes, he still makes plays. So um, you can uh, you, you can do okay with those guys. Noon start tomorrow at Williams-Brice for the Garnet and Black spring game. Admission is free. Coach Muschamp says iron sharpens iron, and that's what the Gamecocks will attempt to do tomorrow. They're going to put the best against the best and continue with the conclusion of spring practice here. Wes, talk about goals for the spring game and what kind of recruits are we going to have at Williams-Brice tomorrow? I think the number one goal for a spring game is always to leave it healthy. Um, you know, everybody else will be live. The quarterbacks will not be live. Um, they'll They'll be in the yellow jerseys, but got to leave the game healthy. Uh, other than that, you know, I think it's more about for the fans. I, I think you, you want your guys to go execute a little bit, have a little success, maybe make a few plays. Um, but I've watched enough spring games to know that a spring game All-American doesn't always mean a whole lot <laughs> in the fall. So I, I think uh, – but I, I do think, you know, maybe the guy who stands the most to gain uh, might be, you know, going back to Skarnacki. I, I think – to build him some confidence going into the off season would be a, a big thing. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know how much we can judge the O line and the D line, considering both of them are question marks. So uh, you know what, what they do against each other right now may not really mean a, a whole heck of a lot. So you know I, I think that that's something that we'll have to wait until the fall to start to answer some of those questions. Uh, but recruits, yeah, they uh, they got the big one in town, uh, Xavier Thomas. The five-star, of course, uh, formerly of Florence. I guess he's still of Florence, but he's going to Bradenton, Florida, IMG Academy. Yep. Um, K.J. Henry, who's another five-star defensive end. They'll have two five-star defensive ends on campus at the same time. Um, Dylan Wanham, who is actually D.J. Wanham's. Um, I hesitate to call him little brother. Uh, he's a massive kid, an offensive tackle, one of the top offensive tackles in the country. High, high four-star kid. Um, and then... Uh, Thomas Cirque, who actually some people may recognize that name, uh, Chris Clark brought him up uh, earlier this month. He is a grad transfer quarterback from Duke. So actually the same system that South Carolina runs here under Kurt Roper, he's been in there and is looking for some different options. He'll visit South Carolina. Of course, they're looking to shore up the depth at quarterback by possibly bringing in a grad transfer. Yeah, interesting situation there with the Duke quarterback having graduated. I believe he's got a six-year of eligibility coming up, and he's looking to transfer. And, you know, let's be honest, West, the Gamecock quarterback situation, once you get past Jake Bentley, there's not a lot of experience there with the departure now of uh, Brandon McIlwain and Lorenzo Nunez from the football program. Gamecocks might could use a little help in that backup quarterback spot. Yeah, and I think you have to convince uh, the kid um, that, hey, you're one snap away from being on the field and you know he'll look at his other options and maybe if he has some smaller options where he'd come right in and start he'll have to weigh okay should can i should i go to an sec school 
and have a chance to play in that program. And, and you know, sometimes kids make decisions for different reasons. I, I don't know what his aspirations are. If he maybe wants to one day be a coach like a lot of quarterbacks do, putting SEC on your resume, you know, it isn't a bad thing. So I, um, you know, they'll make a good pitch to him, and there'll be some uh, comfort level there. Uh, that that system, but the big thing for South Carolina that could make it work perfectly is that that system is literally like the same exact system. So he would come in and be able to step right in and potentially be a backup for South Carolina. Spring game Saturday at noon at Williams Bryce should be a beautiful day. Uh, weather looks fantastic for this game on Saturday, and then of course all this precedes the men's appearance in the national semifinals in the final four in basketball. So a huge weekend for Gamecock Sports. Wes, have we ever had basketball, football, and baseball all on the same weekend? Not not like this we hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, this is fun, man. I, I tell you, um, you know, you got you got the SEC Network is like in town, broadcasting live. Um, I know a lot of friends are coming into town, going to go to the spring games and stick around and hit the bars, uh, you know, to, to go watch the, the men's final four tomorrow. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we really don't do many ads on this show, but if if fans need a place to stay and decide to come to Columbia, we do have that deal. Um, Hyatt Play Partisan, right down the road, um, $89 a night. Um, you're not, you're not going to find a better deal for a hotel that nice um, in Columbia this weekend. So uh, they're one of our major sponsors, and i really wanted to mention it more just for because it's such a good deal people need to know about it and they they decide to come in and uh spend some time in columbia and see see some old friends and just enjoy the craziness maybe go jump in the five point fountain (laughs) um the the, the hyatt place harvison and my man adam will take care of them the the ad is on our on our board right now all right um where they can they can get that special rate. Yeah, check that out. Hyatt Place Harvesting. You took the words out of my mouth, Wes. I was going to say, if the Gamecock basketball teams win, might get a chance to go jump in the fountain with all the students in five points. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to this weekend as well. Wes, thanks for the report today, man. Good to talk some football. Feels like it's been forever since we talked Gamecock football. Let's do it again soon. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it. And I, uh, everybody listening, I hope they enjoyed this weekend, Emerson. And I, I hope they just sort of – this is one of those weekends you got to – don't let it go by too fast. You know what I mean? Like, just sit down for a minute and take it all in because, I mean, when, when's the next time we're going to have a weekend like this? Like, it, it's it's going to be crazy. So, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's been an incredible couple of weeks. Great job today, Wes. Appreciate you. That's Wes Mitchell, one of the best in the business, covering Gamecock athletics for Gamecock Central. And you hear him regularly on 107.5 The Game, and you hear him here on Gamecock Central Radio. I'm Emerson Phillips. That'll do it for the Spring Football Report. Thanks for joining us on GCR. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.